Welcome to Do You Want to Keep Playing, a podcast about first impressions. Each week we'll try out the opening 30 minutes of the game, then ask the question, do you want to keep playing? I'm Ben. And I'm Jono. And this week's, well, it's not a game, Jono. It's the 2021 Year in Review. Mr. Jono. Hey, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> it's going all right, thanks. I can see you for once. I know. This is odd, isn't it? Being able to see each other, being speaking to each other, because it's been several months now. Mm. Um, yeah, crikey. October. We did a lot. Buddy, a, a lot of a lot of stuff has happened. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. Yeah, in general, you know, considering um, global yeah. pandemic and all that, I'm, 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 sure. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Year two of Global Pandemic, yeah. season two, yeah. Global Pandemic, yeah. Yeah. wasn't a great one. Wasn't as good <laughs> as season one. Um, both pretty bad, mm. though. Both bad, both bad. Definitely yeah. in the red, in the Metacritic, for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. hopefully not renewed for a season three. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, did you have a nice, yeah. aside from that, did you get to have a nice Christmas-ish and New Year and I, break yeah. and that stuff? Yeah, so I got I got down to see my folks down in Hampshire, Lovely. which was which was super nice. Very civilized um, down in Hampshire. Very, it is very civilized. Yeah. Uh, yes, got to see them, and um, yeah, we just sort of did didn't do a huge amount because um, we went went to a friend's. There was just like six of us for New Year's. Had like a low key one because okay, um, yeah. none of us wanted to, to catch COVID. Yeah. Spoiler: my girlfriend caught COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but um, she's fine. She's, she's okay. She's though. okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she got she got a very mild. And she's dose, over so it. It's okay, and I, I and I managed much like um, Neo dodging bullets. I I'm yet to get it. So um, yeah, I tell you what, you've it. just taken us into a brilliant little segue. Um, mm. The Matrix, the new Matrix film. Have you have you yeah. seen this yet? The Matrix Resurrections. I, no, I missed I missed out on it. Actually, it's on my things I missed out on. Oh. Missed, yeah. Well, I'll just shut my big goddamn mouth then. My big okay. GD mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I won't say anything about it then. Yeah, a very polarising film. Most people I know think it's terrible, but I've seen a couple of people being like, no, it's really good. Um, I personally think I'm probably going to come down on the side of it's terrible, but, you know, don't go in with the preconceived notions. I might be nicely surprised. Hey, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. maybe if you do think it's going to be terrible going into it, you might enjoy it a lot more. Then exactly. You end up doing. Um, exactly. Yeah, I kind of went into it with no expectations whatsoever, and yeah. I enjoyed elements of it. Mm-hmm. There were some cool ideas, but by the time I got to the end of it, I was very much like, "Yeah, <laughs> no, not for no, me. Not for not me, for you." Yeah. Um, how was your Christmas and and in fact the last few months? Been? Well, the last is so previously on <laughs> keep playing pod. <laughs> mm. I'm about to have a baby. Yeah, so I had a baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I say I. My my wife had the baby. Yeah, and, she did uh, most of the work. <laughs> she did. Yeah, she did all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Um. To, to be fair, absolute warrior woman. My wife is crazy. Uh, mm. And she, we, we would we went the the boy Jude. His name is hello hello Jude. Um. He was uh, he was born exactly on his um delivery due oh. date. And um, we went to bed. Yeah, absolute ledge. We we went to bed that night, about sort of 10 o'clock at night, and uh, my wife going, well, I'm guessing it's probably not going to be, you know, due then or anything like that. Just mm. went to bed. And then uh, 11 o'clock in the, in the evening, you know, she sort of wakes up and goes, oh, I think my waters have just broken. <laughs> um, and then uh, then she started having contractions about another half hour into it. And, um, and, you know, two hours later, he was born. 
It was wow. a real quick one. Yeah, nice. we just about got to the hospital and bloop, there he goes. Desperate to, to arrive. Desperate to come and see everybody. And yeah. uh, and he's a, he's a delight. He's a lot easier to snooze than the first one. Oh, and good stuff. Yeah, and I think we're just a bit more used to having children. So yeah. it's not so much of a shock. Um, so everything feels a bit easier. Uh, but yeah, he's lovely. And oh, brother, nice. Ethan, of course, is, Ethan uh, Hunt. is yep. also lovely. Yep. Ethan Hunt. Yep. I've got Ethan Hunt and Jude Law in my <laughs> <Yeah>. house. <laughs> nice. So, so we did that. Um, something fun happened on the run up to Christmas, though, for me. Oh yeah. I um, I started to have like a weird spinny type thing, uh, where I would get dizzy and and fall over and stuff. It was oh, that weird. sounds. Awful. And I think it was yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. And it was happening in the kind of middle of the night when I was w- waking up to go and settle one of the children. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to the doctors, and apparently I have vertigo. Uh, which I always thought was just a Hitchcock movie. Yeah. But it's a real thing. <laughs> Um, which is like an inner ear thing or something like that. So now I've just got that for life. Um, I was like, what can I do, doctor? For life? He's like, yeah, he's just like, yeah, you can manage it. And when it gets really bad, here are some pills. But otherwise, um, (laughs) good luck. That sucks. Um, Yeah, yeah. So apparently uh, if I get too stressed or anything like that, (laughs) don't make me angry because I'll I'll just fall over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that was my fun. Christmas nice. news. And then yeah. someone will try and um, convince you that someone's died and then, in fact, that uh, they used a dummy. Um, these are all spoilers for the film Vertigo. No? Okay. Right. Oh, right. I've never <laughs> right. seen it. Never okay. seen it. No. All right. Sorry <laughs> right. for spoiling a film that's 80 years old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of films, there was one big Christmas film event and we can't really talk about it too much. Um, and it's not in my list of top five mm. favourite movies this year because I didn't see it last year in 2021. Um, Spider-Man. Oh, it is in my top list, so we can talk about it then. Um, because I did see it <laughs> last year, because uh, I rule. I just, I, So many people I know have not seen this film yet. Um, okay. Because of not being able to get to the cinema uh, for fear of COVID or whatever. So, yeah, I did get in to see it. Um, oh. It was just before things started uh, spicing up. So, um, and yeah, our, our, locals, yeah. our local cinema uh, does, like, masks and, like, social distancing. So, like, there was no one in front of me. There was, like, two or three seats between me and the other people on both sides. So, I felt, I was like, okay, that's fair enough. Um, yeah. So, I got to yeah. in to see it. And, um, yeah, we can talk about it because it's in my list. I'm not saying where, but it is in my list. Because it okay. is, fan- spoiler, it's fantastic. It is fantastic, and it's, it's not just because it's an action film, but also it's one of those very rare kind of action films where I sort of cared more about the character moments than I did about the action, the action sequences. But also we have to be very careful because there's so much to spoil there. Yeah, I think um, when we get to it, we'll we'll mark it with spoilers. But yeah. like, yeah, I think a lot of stuff we're going to be talking about today, we're probably going to spoil. So um, if you uh, if we get something that you haven't you seen or haven't games played or five years watched, ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If you if you are already annoyed at me because I've ruined Vertigo oh, for you, then um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, then maybe like let's let's uh, let 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 just skip uh, skip it until you've watched it, or you know, just skip over those sections and listen to the rest of our nonsense. Yeah, just go straight to the end. Skip to the end. Cool. <laughs> See yeah. you in the new year. Well, I'll tell you what then, buddy. Should we get into our first kind of category then? Yeah. Because uh, we're, we're going to yeah, be yeah, running yeah. down the top five, our top five favourite games, movies, TV shows, and some other little mm-hmm. tidbits of information. Um, which one would you like to start with, my friend? Let's start with... I'm going to I'm gonna roll like a giant sort of Wheel of Fortune okay. type wheel. I can see it there behind you, right next to the cooker. 
And it's saying films. Let's do films. Films. We restarted um, on that. Alrighty, yeah. okay. We'll go from uh, mine. Are, mine are rated in order because I'm a maniac who does that clearly. Uh-huh. Uh, so number five. Would you like to go first, yes. my friend? Okay, number five. I have uh, Minari. Minari. I don't. I don't even. What is that? <laughs> okay, so it was. Um, it was uh, well. It was nominated for for many Oscars. Okay. Animated. Well. Um, but it's. it's no, no, no. It's it's the story of um, some uh, South Korean immigrants coming to America um, and just kind of like buying a farm and just trying to sort of make make their sort of fortune, their lives in America. Oh. Sounds sounds really. It does. It's the sort of film where where when it was described to me, I was like, that doesn't sound like something I would enjoy at yeah. all. Um, loved it. Cried oh. my eyes out at the end. Um, it, but it's fantastic. It's just really. It's really funny. It's really sweet. It's just really like. Um, I don't know. I, I saw. I, I tend to watch all of these sort of Oscar best picture films yeah, and stuff um, yeah. as a rule, and they're often a mixed bag. But this one, um, this one really got me because a, as I said, it wasn't the sort of thing that I normally am super into. But b, just absolutely loved it. Um, and from start to finish, I will stick that on my list because that sounds great. And I, I think mm. I have heard it's of great, that, but I hadn't really it's, paid much attention to the Oscars this yeah. year. It's got Stephen uh, Yun, Yun, who was in uh, Walking Dead. He's like the main guy in it. Yeah. Um, he was nominated for Best Actor, I believe. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just a really gentle, nice sort of film. Like, I just really yeah. liked it. So, Sometimes yeah. that that can be a lovely, lovely experience, can't it? Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, my number five, Jono, is yes. uh, A24. They have been releasing some excellent films over the last couple of years. And this year, mm-hmm. no exception, they did The Green Knight um, oh yes. Which I don't know. Have have you seen this? Is it on your list? Is... I I have it. It's not on my top five, but it was is top ten sure. uh, uh, material. I I have a letterboxed. Um, if ever what I watched um, something like two hundred and eighty films last year, um, and I I track them all in my letterbox. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I watch a lot of films. But like, um, if you I'll, I'll give out the details on our Twitter or something. But if you want to follow along and and see what I'm watching, I also did my top ten list at the end of the year. So or you can you know just uh, listen to this podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, so t- t- um, Green Knight was in my top ten, yeah. um, but it didn't quite make the cut when I was putting this together um but it really good it's really, really good, good. Um, i feel like the last go on sorry sorry the last 10 minutes especially is um absolutely breathtaking yeah I, the, the whole the whole thing for me I, it's one of those films where it was marketed in a very very odd way for the type of film that it is so um i, I do the dad's gaming club a little dad's gaming club it's just three of us who play video games on thursday nights <laughs> who happen to mm-hmm. have children as well. That's the only time we have free. Um, but the other two guys <laughs> that, they did not like that film at all. And they were expecting something a bit more like an Excalibur or something like that, I guess, with more action. And I don't think a sword mm. really gets swung in the whole thing. Well, well a couple, you know, bits here and there, yeah. but not really in the, in the main. And then the whole thing no. is more just a sort of a weird... Um, trippy self-discovery kind of journey and, and an explanation of what it is to be masculine. Um, and of course, that's that's catnip for me, isn't it? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I I'd like to. I I, I did, actually weird that you mentioned Excalibur. It did have that sort of eighties. Um, yeah, right. Sword and sorcery film yeah. feel, where it's like a lot of stuff happening, um, and it doesn't really like stuff just happens and you're just expected to go along with it and it's weird in a sort of way that you're not expecting yeah. 
Um, and it does feel like he has um, been, you know, he does feel like a product of someone who grew up watching Excalibur and like Legend um, and stuff Dragon like that. Slayer yeah. and Legends and yeah, great one. yeah, yeah. So just like weird, sort of like mid-tier um, sword and sorcery films from the eighties. Yeah. It it's got that, it's got that, but using that lens to, as you said, explore sort of masculinity and responsibility. Um, and as I said, the these, you know, the the last ten minutes, which is all played out as a sort of silent film, as essentially, yeah. um, like you know, dialogue is was genuinely breathtaking, um, and you know, took that film from like a, you know, added an extra half star for me. Um, it, <laughs> like really, really, really excellent stuff. Um, hey, buddy, what is your number four? I'm dying to know. Number four is. Um, mm, I'm thing is I put these in order, but now I'm now I'm rethinking myself. Don't, don't, don't so I'm second just, guess I'm yourself, buddy. Listen to the podcast. Don't okay. second guess yourself. Yeah, don't number four is um, <laughs> Titan. Bless you. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Titan. Um, so Titan's a French um, body horror film that I saw just in the last now, year. This isn't uh, fair, buddy. I'm supposed to be the one who does all these weird, obscure foreign films. <laughs> You're meant to be the mainstream yeah, action sure. guy. Come on. <laughs> sure. Sorry. Um, yeah, I live with a horror um, um, fan, so like, there's 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 more horror Titan. in my list than there okay, is. Um, I also went to Fright Fest right. for the first time. So it's. Um, uh, so did you see the film Raw? No, I, um, I stayed away from that because um, I don't feel like I've got the stomach for it just yet. It's great. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, it's Julie. I can't remember her name actually, which is really bad. Brioche. I write this stuff down. Um, yeah, she, no, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um, that is not it's her no, name. No. Um, oh, do you know what? I'll, I'll look it up now. Um, we can cut this. Right. Julie. Oh God, I shouldn't have even shouldn't even started this because there's no way I'm pronouncing her second name. Julia Docarunio. Ah, that's Julia, bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, that for any French people out there, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so she directed a film called Roar in 2016, which um, oh, this is her follow up. Seek out. This is her follow up, um. Um, and so the premise is so. I, so the premise is very Cronenbergian body sure. horror, in which a woman um, who's a bit odd and she has sex with a car and gets pregnant. I saw um, the trailer for this. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's kind of what I thought the film was going to be, and it's not that at right. all. And it's instead, in fact, because you've not seen it, I won't go into it too much, but it, it, is, it takes a sort of turn halfway through and becomes a completely different film to the one I thought it was going to be. Um, and I really loved it. I thought it was like, it's genuinely like nothing I've seen before. It's really interesting. And the themes it's exploring are very, very okay. cool. And the body horrors becomes kind of secondary, which um, I wasn't expecting. But yeah, um, really, really good. Thumbs up from me. That sounds awesome. I will yeah. track that one down as well. Yeah. Do you know what? Speaking of body horror type things, yeah. um, one of my um, heroic mentions, I've got it written down here, um, yeah. was Possessor. Did you see this? It's the Brandon Cronenberg film. Yeah, that film is that great. That film is awesome. It, it was number six in my list of top ten movies last year. Uh, so it didn't quite tip the top five, but I love that. And, and the yeah. um, all the body horror stuff in that is just obscenely weird. But I think it's just more the idea of that film is catastrophically brilliant uh and especially yeah, the that ending, film's rad which is yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 really loved it yeah um my number four buddy and i expect mm-hmm. this one might be a bit higher up your list is uh the suicide squad uh these not in my list at really 
You yes. shocked me, dear. Sir. Mainly because I I saw it I saw it this year. Right. Um, I literally saw it last week. I believe. Oh. Um, also, even if I hadn't seen it last week, wouldn't be in my really? list. Really, not a fan, huh? Yeah. I no, I liked it. Um, like I thought the first forty minutes was I like after the first four minutes, like this is this is great film of the yeah. year stuff and then it falls off a cliff and the, the middle of it is just meandering and like they don't really know what they're doing and they feel like if the whole Harley Quinn subplot feels like it was crowbarred in because they're like oh well Margot Robbie's a big star and we've got to have her but we don't really know what we want to such, do with her so she's going to kind of go job, off on this I can't believe you Jesus no no it's, she's great um, and uh, she's great in it but just like the her storyline kind of goes nowhere and it does. seems You're pointless right. it does um, and it feels like James Gunn is like all of these characters, which are really obscure, I'm going to profile them in because it's really funny. And then he's like, oh, I've got all these characters I don't know what to do with. So they're just going to do stuff. Um, and I, yeah, so I was a bit, I don't think it quite came together as a whole. But I, I really enjoyed it. The action's really good. The, it made me laugh out loud several times. Like, it's really funny. As I said, the f- opening 40 minutes is gangbusters. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I just don't think it all kind of pulls together um which is a shame because a shame, um yeah yeah i think i think um james gunn is great at casting and i think he's great at like um character but i think he's really bad at plotting which like god of galaxy one not written by him great god of galaxy two written by him doesn't oh, really, really i didn't, together, I didn't know that yeah. um so like it's yeah i think he's really good at like a bit jj abrams where he's great at sequences and like you know, casting and character and stuff, but like he doesn't quite pull it together yeah. for me. Um, but what I loved, I loved it had a very mean trauma streak running it through, did. which is his background, yeah, totally. which I loved. Um, the gore was fantastic. John Cena as Peacemaker, yeah, I'm really excited about that series because like absolutely it's hilarious. Today, isn't it? Um, so I really enjoyed or, it. Or whenever this comes out, is it? Oops. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, really, really, really dug it. I just wasn't. It wasn't sort of top five stuff. Speaking of him writing stuff, I didn't realize this. I, I rewatched Dawn of the Dead last year, the 2001 mm. version, the Zack Snyder version, yeah. and I just figured it was Zack Snyder. But apparently, James Gunn wrote that, and now that makes a lot mm. more sense because, yeah, it. it I feel like with some directors, they do need kind of a writer to give them a script and then they imprint their yeah. own version onto the screen. Um, I agree. I think um, Zack Snyder is someone who should be kept well away from his scripts. Um, also, I you know, and I love him, but Ridley Scott, um, yeah. I just think Ridley Scott like has no concept of what a good script is or not. But like, so like his films are like, he has made some of the best films if he gets ever a good made, script. But, but perhaps he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Maybe the screenplay on those. But the, but like you know something like Prometheus, where it looks beautiful and it's like incredibly like well put together. But like the script is just appalling. So like the whole film just well, falls flat. Welcome like, to 2009 cast. Jono is still moaning about Prometheus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Um, but like I think you know. <laughs> um but yeah i think i think you know snyder's a bit like that as well he needs um unfortunately he thinks he's an amazing screenwriter um so you know what you're gonna hate my uh top three picks anyway um (laughs) i already know what's yeah coming here Um, but yeah so but yeah so suicide squads um really enjoyed just not quite you know, yeah. I think I gave it three and a half stars. Do you know what's funny? I think a lot of the time with these films, um, because there are so many straw offerings in the movie categories, and, and they are literally things that mm. you spend two hours of your life with, uh, and then they go, unless you watch it again or whatever. But uh, it's very different to games yeah. or TV shows. Um, so with a film, it can literally be the mood that you are in that evening will 
will set the precedent yes. as, as to whether or not the film is great. And I think that when I saw The mm. Suicide Squad, it was a nice warm evening. It was one of my sort of Sunday nights. Everyone was in bed and I had my headphones downstairs <laughs> listening to the, the you know big screen nice. TV and stuff. Um, and it just hit a right note with me and it was great. Mm. Um, m- moving on then, what's... Uh, I'm, Fascinating to know what your number three is. Presumably a cinema from Deutschland, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> no, number th- number three is Spider-Man No Way Home. Ah, of course. Wow, only three. Um, yeah. yeah, like, uh, we'll go into the reason. Like, I've, I've gone a bit our house this year, I'll be honest you with have. you. Um, and in Stepping my, in my top ten, there's a lot more. Yeah, well, I just because I've watched a lot. Of, uh, also, this year has not been the year for blockbusters. Also, last year, yeah. because... Because of COVID, yeah. like, we didn't get many blockbusters. Normally in the year, there'd be a lot more stuff, but it's just because there wasn't a lot of sort of, like, big big screen action or whatever, like, there wasn't much to choose from. Spoiler, in my um, things I missed, yeah. I've got the cinema. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I went, yes. I went yes. sort of, uh, well, once last year, and that was it. Um, and that was Black Widow, and that is not in my top five, not even in the top ten. Not in mine either. No, no not me Not a great neither. film, that one. Um, no, no, it's all right. It's it's, it's okay. fine. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, go on then. Number yeah, three. Spider-Man no, it's, it's Spider-Man yeah, Spider-Man Yeah, it's great. Like, it's just really, really, really good. Uh, it, you know, it, it ticks. It, I, I will say this. I have not heard reactions like that in the cinema since we went and watched Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Like, people would... I, cause I saw it opening weekend, um, so a lot of the surprises weren't spoiled yet. Right. And people were... And, it, and bearing in mind, this is like... This isn't like a hardcore nerd audience this is just a cinema sure. in greenwich sure. like it's you know um so it, and it was genuinely people cheering in the cinema when when certain bits happened like there was three separate times there was one there was one gasp and one audible gasp and two genuine cheers right. in the cinema um for the cameos yeah yeah uh, so and yeah. the cameos are great and this and is the reason why we should oh. probably not really talk but maybe just do a spoiler cast about it at some point because yeah um, i'd happily do I that i also yeah. managed to see it without having anything spoiled particularly i knew the the central premise mm. and i knew about the yeah you know, <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah. I didn't know. And and certain bits when certain people turn up, you go, oh, oh, that's great. That's why mm. I'm here. Yeah, um, yeah. The it it's it was really fantastic. It's really well done. And she said, like, it's just the interaction between the characters, and it has genuinely one of the most heartbreaking endings. Oh my goodness! Of, like, not of just a sort of Marvel film, but just of a, like it's so. Yeah. It, it's so. I, I, I genuinely things... sobbed for the last twenty minutes of that movie. Yeah. Oh man, um, there's there's and <laughs> there's certain bits of it where where um I it got me a couple of times yeah. um and yeah the the Gosh, I can the, see the they're welling premise, up already, buddy. Just thinking, yeah, about this. yeah. <laughs> the pr- the sort of premise is a very Peter Parker premise, which is just like he wants to do the yeah he want, he's trying to do the the right thing, and the right thing always kicks him in the a yeah <laughs> like yeah, and he gets punished for doing the right thing, and it's. Yeah, it's amazing. It I, I really, really yeah. loved it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, also, the, the strongest of the superhero offerings this year, of which um, there were quite a few. Oh, no, actually, mm. it wasn't. Uh, the strongest of the Marvel superhero universe ones, let's say. Yeah, uh, Shang-Chi is in my Just Missed Out, because I Mine absolutely too. loved it. But I it just, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's great, but it's Shang-Chi not quite Shang-Chi would be top five Spider-Man if it wasn't home. for the second half of that film, which, um, when they get to the village, it kind of goes a bit weird. And it wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> but the first half was oh, I liked it a lot, but that, yeah, that I get that. sequence is yeah. one of the best things I think oh, I've ever incredible. seen. It was amazing. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, my yeah. number three is Wrath of Man. Wrath of Man? No, you, you probably wouldn't have. It's by, no, it's by you got me. Uh, your man who did Lockstock and Snatch and got married to Madonna. Oh, no, do you know what? Oh, I really? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I watched it. Um, I watched it a lot. Um, I watched it uh, on oh, okay. Train to Edinburgh last year. It's last, one of those last, things yeah. where um, I, I saw this uh, a while ago and then it came out on Amazon, um, on Amazon Prime mm. sort of thing. And and I'd not I I didn't know anything about the tra- uh, anything about the film at all before watching it. I just knew yeah. it was Guy Ritchie, and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go and see that because that looks awesome. Um, and um, and yeah, the trailer on Amazon, the whole film is this big mystery about who is this guy, what's the reason for him being there, what's going on, big like almost Inception style music yeah. going on throughout the whole thing. It's a really heavy kind of brooding, foreboding atmosphere and stuff. And I, it sucked me in entirely because I had no idea what was going on. The trailer for this film on Amazon, mm. within five seconds, they go, here's why he's here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> why have you done that? You've ruined the actual film. Because if you know that going in, it kind of takes, mm. it takes all the wind out of the sails of, of the movie. Um, it, once again, it's one of those things where I watched it, uh, you know, it's just sort of, one of those great days, sat, sat down, had a beer, watched it in the <laughs> evening, and uh, and it just drew me in entirely. The I think the script is um, borderline terrible, um, but it doesn't seem to matter mm. because Jason Statham just makes such a great kind of character, a like believable character in it, um, that you're just willing to follow him regardless of almost what everyone else is saying around him. And uh, yeah, I I absolutely love that film. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Uh, like I, I I thought the script was the dialogue is yeah appalling. Like some of the yeah, worst yeah, dialogue I've really ever bad. heard. Yeah, um, I liked the plot. I think there was a lot of it's it's a fairly straightforward plot that they've thrown a load of um, pointless flashbacks to try and confuse you into what's going on, <laughs> um, just to make it seem like it's cleverer sure. than it actually is. Um, but it's it's good. Like it's I enjoyed it. Like it's a good solid. Um, it feels like a throwback to kind of the sort of eighties and nineties heist thriller, which I really like. Jason Statham is brilliant. There's a bit where he looks genuinely menacing whilst wearing an yeah. MS cardigan, yeah. which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, like I liked it. I liked it. You know, not top five stuff, but like you know, it's on Amazon Prime. Go and check it out. It's well worth a watch. Um, it's a couple of hours long. The music is absolutely it's, it's fantastic. Obscene. It's got yeah. great. Score. I mean, the the the, the sort of yeah. the sense of place and mood that, that film has. Um, mm. when I say it drew me in it's yeah. one of those you know sometimes you'll be watching a movie mm. and about three quarters of an hour into it you sort of just go I wonder what's happening on Instagram right now uh, if you're at home you know and, and yeah. some films <laughs> just don't hold your attention and with that one I don't think I took my eyes off the screen for the entire I just I was just there I was mm. this is me yeah um yeah, it's great. I think more, more. They should make more sort of mid-budget, sort of grimy thrillers like that. I'd watch. I'd watch them. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed it. Uh, we're into number two territory here, buddy. What's your number two movie of twenty twenty one? My number two movie is called um, In and of It and of Itself. Right. I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. What's yeah. that, Jono? Have no, you heard no. of this? So um, it's uh, so it's actually just come up on Disney Plus to watch, okay. so everyone can see it. Um, it's this uh, this magician called uh, Derek Delgado, okay. and it's a recording of his Broadway show that ran for um, I don't know, like he did like a run in like of like 
three months yeah. on Broadway. And it's kind of cut together of all the shows. And it's... But it's, a, it's essentially him doing five magic tricks whilst telling right. the story. But that sort of goes between them all. To say any more will ruin it. Um, it profoundly, um, like, affected me in a way that I wasn't expecting. It is all about identity and self-worth okay. and kind of, like, your place in the world. And it's... But with these, like, these magic tricks. And honestly... It, it's on. It's on um, Disney Plus, so everyone can go watch it. It's like an hour and a half long. It, I will not say any more about it, but it is utterly, utterly incredible, okay. and mesmerizing, and I, it blew in, my mind. In and of itself. Okay. Yeah. I'll yeah, yeah. go and check that. That sounds awesome, man. Sounds right on my street as well. Um, yeah. My without, I, I don't think <coughs> we can talk much more about that without giving too much away. Um, so we can. No, I can't. My, yeah, yeah. My number yeah. two is a bit more of a, um, yeah. a predictable choice. Number two, June. Did you get to see this one? I did. I saw it at the cinema. Um, what do you think? I really liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, I, I, I kind of made the mistake. I reread oh, the no. book just before I saw it. And it is very this bit and yeah. this bit and this yeah. bit and this bit and this bit and this bit. Like, there's no... Which I guess is what you want when you're adapting a book. But there's no, like, artistic license taken. It is just, like literally making that book into a into a the first half of the film um and i think if i hadn't read the book i would have been a bit more into it but i super enjoyed it i thought it looked especially seeing it in the cinema like it's one of the most like i don't know just from a sort of like size perspective it just it's a film that yeah. needs to be seen in yeah. the cinema like it's incredibly visually impressive um yeah i really liked it um i it's also you know very much half a film it is, so it is, yeah. uh but it wasn't didn't quite sneak into my top 10 but no, i super i super liked it um it is an honorable mention on my list so i really really I, liked it um the, the thing yeah, is i've you, not read june i've tried reading june a couple of times nah. and i get to uh just after the bit with the um little pin thing at his neck can't remember what the little thing in the box that he puts his yeah. hand in and I just sort of go I don't really like this style of writing and and I sort of stop reading for some reason so so for me I didn't know the story because I've not seen the film either from mm. the, the 80s and or any tv shows or anything like that so I don't really know what's happening in this um beyond them landing on the planet June so going into it not knowing any of that kind of stuff was kind of wonderful because it's that classic Villeneuve. Mm. Like, gosh, it just looks amazing. It's just astoundingly good. Um, I do have some issue with mm. uh, the idea that they only use hand-to-hand combat in the future because <laughs> like, they've all got these magic shields that sometimes stop bullets but also don't stop other bullets and things. Um, but anyway, aside from that, it's just more a spectacle of this kind of stuff. And... and just a technical marvel of things like those um those little heli uh the the drone ship things yes the uh, and, yeah. and, and just the amount of um I, I watched like a breakdown of the vfx uh, that they had to do because they had to fake mm. um basically doing hummingbird wings because they move so quickly with the uh, with the um with the motion blur and stuff it's just obscene like you're just like wow well done everybody <laughs> well done everyone involved it Visually, I mean, it looks like you read the book and you, it's sure. like it's like how yeah. you imagine it to all look like it's fantastic. Um, and like that's I mean, with the book, you get you know you understand why they use hand-to-hand combat and why they use shields and there's no late they are lasers, but like 
they're outlawed and all this sort of stuff. So there is all this sort yeah. of stuff. Um, the, the, the more texture. But, like, yeah, no, I, I, I super liked it. Also, like, some of the most perfect casting. Um, like, yeah. everyone they've cast exactly how you want them to be so yeah it's um really super liked it uh it's just just didn't if, quite if, make if it you uh me. if you were casting timothy chalamet in uh, in the marvel universe have a think about this don't have to answer right now but who would you have him play mm. um on to our number one question <laughs> number one uh, number one movie of last yeah. year Jono, what was your number one my number one was promising young woman really yeah really yeah Wow. That was in my top ten. Really? Um, I saw this in January last year, and I haven't seen anything that bettered it. And I said at the time, that is the best thing I'm going to see this year. And it was. It utterly blew my mind. Um, Just, it's... Uh, it's taken the I couldn't stop thinking about it it's it's taken the sort of like um, you know the rape revenge trope um, yeah. as it were and I don't want to spoil anything for people who have not seen it but like and it turns it on its head and it and it explores it in a way um, and it does it in a way that like um, it's not graphic at all um, but it, it, you know there's there is a it, it, what it does is it you know how these things work so it uses your expectations against you and does something different and sure. honestly like I just, I, I, I thought it was utterly captivating and incredible, and I, I, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I had it in my number one since January, and it never got shifted by anything I saw. Wow, yeah, I, I watched it as well back in January, February sort of time, and mm. um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, it, I, I don't, don't feel like it sort of did as many ducks and weaves as maybe it did for you, um, but the. Um, I did read afterwards, actually, that uh, the last... and Okay, so turn off for the next two minutes yeah. uh, if you don't want any spoilers whatsoever for this movie because uh, we're about to spoil the heck fire out of it. <laughs> sure. um, the last, like, five minutes of that film where they're at the uh, the funeral and yeah. uh, and then the police turn up um, was originally not in the script. Oh, and really? It actually, it actually ended with the bonfire bit. Oh, uh, wow. Which I feel would have been a much more satisfying ending for me. Because afterwards, because the, the, the story, the message of the, the message of the whole film is like, men win. <laughs> men are awful. <laughs> and they kind of, they, they have this, this, you know, it doesn't matter how awful and, and terrible and predatory they are, they still win in the real world. Whereas the message in the movie is that she does kind of win, sort of, <laughs> kind yeah. of, at the end. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, really, really, really good movie. Really, um, really difficult to watch. I think as well. Yeah, coming, coming yeah, yeah. from the era that we're both we're both people of the eighties and stuff, where we yeah. lived through the kind of eighties, nineties, noughties of uh, of various gender politics and things, and, and just sort of seeing all that stirred up and, and plopped onto the screen is, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I said, it 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 was you know maybe not the popular consensus of film of the year, but like I super I just loved it. So yeah, yeah. Um, next year, um, sorry, this year, um, I will promise I'll watch more um, action films. <laughs> Do you know what? It's funny there there weren't that many. Yeah, that's great it. Great action that's it. movies um, yeah. because of COVID, I guess, delaying spoiler at the box office. Spoiler: My film of this year is going to be the new Mission Impossible film because <laughs> it yeah. just will be. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that coming out this year? I didn't know. I that's believe awesome. so. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got Jurassic Park on my list. Um, so my number one, my number one yeah. uh, choice, Jono, and this is no real surprise. Um, 
And it was well, a huge surprise to me, actually, when I saw it. And it, once again, it's one of those, those sort of... Uh, the happiness of the the situation I was in and the mood I was in at the time. I saw it mm-hmm. on a Friday night and then I finished it off on a Saturday night because it's a four hour long thing. You know what yeah. I'm going to say. It yeah. is the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Um, I hate the Justice League film that um, that came out a couple of years ago, 2016. It's just a dreadful, dreadful film that misses everything and doesn't really make a lot of sense. So I went into this one going like, go on then. Let's have it. This is going to be a joke, right? Because these idiots on the internet have been wanting this and willing into existence and being incredibly rude and insulting to everyone in their path. And then I saw it and just went, wow, that's that's incredible. How how has someone saved that mess of a film and turned it into my favourite film of the year? I have absolutely no idea. There's um, There is a scene at the end with Barry Allen uh, where he's, um, come on, Barry, you've got to break your own rules. Uh, I don't know. If, have you seen this film? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, which I I still just thinking about it now. I'm getting a little bit goosebumpy and a little bit kind of emotional thinking about that kind of stuff because it just um, it just resonated so well. Uh, just it's just a staggering, yeah, staggering superhero epic for me. I I absolutely loved it. Which I am the most surprised person saying that because I thought it was going to be hot trash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's, like, it's fine. Like I didn't, um, considering how much I hate Batman vs Superman, which um, is a garbage, terrible film. Yes, um, film. Yeah, I liked it. Um, the, it took me a while to work out my problem with it, and the problem is Zack Snyder will always undercut anything with a cool moment. He will sacrifice the emotion for something cool. Um, and he does it repeatedly through the film, and it drove me insane. It's like a prime example. Um, and we, the mild spoilers for the film. There's sure. a scene. There's a beautiful scene between Martha Kent and um, Lois Lane, where they're sat around the table and they're having this beautiful conversation about, like, you know, dealing with the death of Superman and yeah. you know the way they're mourning together. And it's really wonderful. And it's really well written. And it's just yeah. like this is such a great scene I'm so happy it's in it and then it's immediately undercut where Lois Lane uh, sorry Martha Kent walks out and she's the Martian Manhunter yeah. for literally no reason and because and, he comes up again at the end it's like if you you literally if you taken that five seconds off the end that scene would have been great and he does that stuff repeatedly where he'll t- he'll do something and then he can't help himself and he'll ruin it and it's just like oh man you just you don't understand and it just makes makes me think he doesn't understand what works and what doesn't and which is why that film's four hours long because he's like well we filmed four hours worth of stuff so I guess we're gonna do it no, all. and so. No. It, you, you, it, need, you, like, need, you need an explanation of why Martian Manhunter was in there. Oh, that's the scene we're missing, Johnny. And that stuff <laughs> drove me insane. And like, it's it's so it's so like spread out through. And like, I mean, I will say that it is better than the ju- the Justice League that came out previously. But there's a couple of things that that film does better. Like, there's a there's a great bit in um, when they, they fight Superman, yeah. and the way in both in both. Um, versions superman um stops because lois lane turns up sure and he sees her and like kind of memory comes back in the justice the justice league as they call it um bat the reason she shows up is batman knows he's because batman's super smart he's like i will call lois lane to get her there so because i know that's the only thing that can stop superman in the Zack Snyder one she's just there she just like goes every morning so she's there and it's like that other one's better man like far better it's a character yeah. to be 
Yeah. I feel and like you're, I feel like you're <laughs> suffering slightly from Snyderitis here, where it's one of those films where it's impossible to go into without any kind of preconceived notion. It's, it's a bit yeah. like it's a bit like um, a juror turning up for a trial where it's been in the news already, and they've already sort of just gone like, <laughs> I kind of know what I feel about this already because of X, Y, and Z. Kind and if, of, but like I like Zack Snyder a lot. Like aside from aside from. Um, Oh, he, he wasn't which, the problem. Yeah. It, was, it was the no. fans that were the problem. Yeah, oh yeah, no, the fans are the absolute problem. But like, as a, like, I'll go on record. I love all of his films. Like, I Dawn of the Dead, which we talked about Batman a bit ago. Versus Superman. Yeah, I love I love Watchmen. Really, I love Watchmen. I love. I think Sucker Punch is really interesting, and, and like it's, it, it's it fails. Yeah. It fails, but like I think there's some really interesting stuff going on there. Um, Three Hundred is fine. Like it's it's not my favorite, but it, it's it looks really great. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so like, and Ban- Man of Steel, I think, is a super interesting film. And I, apart from the last like twenty minutes, I actually mm-hmm. think is really great. Um, but it's yeah, it's, so like, it's not like I'm an anti Snyder guy. Um, I am against the fans, um, the bro, the Snyder Bros, and I, I am against the fact that he encourages them nonstop. Like they're they're as bad as they are because of him. Like he he's always like, well, you know, if only someone would talk to the internet. And get them to see. I just winked. You can't see that. Um, well, I'm not encouraging them, but I don't. Yeah. So like, he's awful um, no. for that stuff. He does. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, he's he's just playing his part. Okay, I feel like yeah. we could go round and round. Yeah, the weeds but on like this one. I said, like it's fine. I think there is a three-hour cut of that film, which I'd enjoy a lot more if it just need got tightened up. And I understand. Like I understand that he was like. I'm only going to get one chance to do this, so like I'm going to throw everything that I did up there because like I'm yeah. not, you know, this is everything I had. I get that. Um, it just needs tightening up into a sort of more cohesive, cohesive film. I liked each chapter. It felt like a kind of mini series, which I liked. Yeah, which originally the it was night- meant to be right an HBO miniseries, mm. eight parts or something. Exactly. Yeah. The the nightmare sequence at the end. Awesome. I really liked. Yeah. Um, it redeems Jared Leto's Joker, in my opinion. It just goes to show that, like, the problem because he's re- like Jared Leto's genuinely quite good in it. Like, yeah. um, which goes to yeah, show that, is. like, the problem maybe was David Ayer um, going, yep. no, 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 this is how you're going to do it. Because um, so, he's he's the conversation he has with Batman's good. So there's a lot to like in there, but as I said, like, it just it undercuts itself at every turn. I, I was desperately trying to like it, and I was like, every time I was kind of into it, it would just do something. I was like, oh man, you. Blew it. You blew it, Snyder. Yeah. You just hit um, the DC universe, Johnny. That's what it is. I mean, Suicide Squad... I, I, I'm as surprised as you are that I've got two DC yeah. movies in my top five and yeah. no Marvels, which is yeah. bonkers. But um, but hey, here we are. Um, mm. <laughs> well, hey, buddy. Please, just, I will say, please, yeah. Snyder bros, don't come for me because A, I don't care, and B, um, you're all dicks. You can <laughs> sense that. Johnny's doing the editing this week, so good luck. Yeah. Good luck, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. Sorry. I knew. I knew that was coming. Um. And. Uh. Yeah. It's. I said it's fine. It's a big. It's a big old greedy, juicy, like. Um. You know, like film that. It's. 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 You know. There's a great fan edit out there. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. I can see there's a bead of sweat, like in yeah, uh, yeah, no, like, like Christian Bale when he's looking at business cards in American. It's got a bead of sweat. It's the it's the it's the sniper dot from the Snyder Bros outside my house. <laughs> um, well, hey, buddy, where that's our top five movies. Oh, uh, yeah. any any heroic mentions? I'm very good. We're we're getting on a bit of time here. We've talked. Yeah, for we are. Hour, I think. Um, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Shang Chi. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Nobody. Uh, sound of, 
Nobody I enjoyed. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, um, uh, Sound of Metal, which was another Oscar film, which was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, Pig, the Nicolas Cage. Um, oh, film, I've not seen that yet. I'm looking forward to it though. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Malignant, the James Wan film, which is. Um, oh, I've not seen that art- one either. Utterly bonkers. Um, I'm not sure it's a good film, but. Sure. You genuinely will never have seen anything like it in your life. Um, we love a swing and a miss. Exactly. Here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Censor, uh, which um, is a kind of uh, British sort of horror film, which is Man, excellent. You are, um, you are going full London on me this year, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me what that about you, man? I've got uh, Possessor by Brandon Cronenberg, mm-hmm. which we talked Brilliant. about. It's great. Uh, Bad Trip, um, which is... it. It's... Uh, yeah. It's like a hidden camera show, basically, but turned into a movie mm. with Eric Andre. And depending on whether I've, or not you like Eric Andre... <laughs> I've heard it's excellent. It's it's ridiculously funny. I had to turn mm. it off halfway through because I was laughing so much I thought I was going to be sick. So wow. But okay. but that's that's my particular flavor yeah. of um, comedy, which no one else likes. Um, you know, Shang Chi, I got nobody. Yeah, it was uh, a lot a lot of good movies last year. Um, mm. So where do you want to go from here, bud? Hmm. Um, should we go? I mean, it's probably a good idea to like maybe finish with games um, sure, and do okay. games and, or. or yeah, what do you reckon? Shall let's I do spin top, the wheel? Let's do TV. Spin the wheel, but make sure it lands on TV shows. TV. What a surprise. Who put books in there? All right, TV then. Number five, Jono. Number five. A lot of good TV shows out there last year and a lot of things I caught up on from the year before. I think all of mine are from 2021 mostly. I got number five is Midnight Mass. Ah, that is my number five as well. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we're going to be a bit more attuned on TV. I like it. Yeah. Um, um, it's brilliant. Yeah. Great turn halfway through the series. I feel like mm. don't spoil it for anyone because no. as soon as you know what it is, uh, then you just go, really? That's what you're doing? Okay. Yeah. I like yeah, yeah. it and I dig it. I thought, yeah, that, I, I saw the whole of that in one weekend and it was great. Um Mm, it's great. I really super enjoyed it. We also did. Um, we went back and did uh, the other Mike Flanagan Netflix things. So we did sure. um, Haunting of Hill House and yep. um, Haunting of Blind Manor, which I enjoyed both of them greatly, especially Hill House, which is excellent. I've not seen those yet, and it's mostly because I don't like ghosts. Um, as in, I don't like TV shows or movies about ghosts because I feel them to be um, plot ruiners. Um, Honestly, <laughs> so Hill House is rules. amazing. Okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go back and watch that. Mm. Uh, number. four Four. I don't know if you'd have seen this. I've got the Terror. Have you oh, even heard of this? Is that the ship? Yes. Thing? Yes. The one with yes. uh, Moriarty in it. Yes. <clears throat> we watched the first couple of episodes and didn't quite. It never quite grabbed. It's a very acquired me. taste. It's very like slow. It. Yeah. 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 It's if you're into um, whaling ships in the 1800s, then mm. it's going to be for you. Actually, no. That one's not the whaling ship, is it? That was the Northwater. Um, this one was just a merchant ship, wasn't it? The sort of, uh, yes. Goes under. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's based on a book and I, I just wanted, I saw all of that in a weekend because, uh, it just gripped me so much. Um, yeah, just, just fantastic kind of bleak January TV watching. So if you've not seen it, then definitely, um, give that a watch. I've not seen season two just yet because I, I think that's that it's more of an anthology sort of thing, so it doesn't follow on from season one as a completely separate story. Yes, um, I believe but so. I do look forward to getting into that. What's your number four then, bud? My number four is... Well, I've got a few, and I'm kind of thinking whether I'm going to swap them out or not. Um, no, do you know what? My number four is going to be Arcane. Arcane? The, yeah. The anime... Yeah, um, League of Legends thing. League of Legends, really? 
No one is as surprised as me. Um, I um, we, so part of my in my work, we've got a um, on our Slack, we've got a games Slack channel. Yeah, um, sure. Like just what like the social channel and like over just before Christmas about five different people started popping up saying guys have you seen Arcane and I was like I'd seen the Ovi on, on Netflix it popped up and I was like no and so I watched it and honestly it's incredible really? I know nothing about League of Legends I no. you know yeah the art style is unbelievable um, the animation and the action scene stuff is next level the characters are brilliant it's wow no one's surprised me but like honestly um, I, I was kind of discussing whether to put this in or not but like in my top five because there's been so much good TV last year yeah um, but yeah it's it's the most it's the biggest surprise of the year let's put it that way I, as soon as I've finished watching Eternals tonight I will make sure I <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen the Eternals yeah. yet. I, did, I missed it at the cinema, and Nor it's, right. just, hit, it's yeah. just hit Disney Plus. So I think, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I've not seen the arcane stuff. I figured, much like you, that I'd have to have an in-depth knowledge of League of Legends. But if I don't, no. then hey, I'm in. That sounds cool. Yeah, um, it's great. The number three spot. Uh, oh, it's our first Marvel of this year. I got WandaVision, Jono. Um, not in my top five, but um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. It didn't quite. I, I, I've uh, limited my top five to one Marvel show, um, oh. and it's not WandaVision. Oh, uh, interesting. So. Which one you go for then? Because uh, yeah. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna put my money on. <sighs> See, I would say what if because it's interesting, but I know that you love Shane Black and a Christmas show, mm-hmm. so Hawkeye's yeah. probably yeah. Part <laughs> yeah. Of your street. Yeah, 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 it is. It is. Spoiler, <laughs> but yeah, it is. Um, yeah. So we'll. Uh, but yeah, um, WandaVision's we'll great. Really, really WandaVision good. WandaVision was awesome. I found myself. Um, having to watch the episode as soon as it came out mm. when when they were releasing new stuff it was so yeah. um, edge of the seat kind of I wonder where they're going to go with this in a fanboy way entirely yeah yeah we um, for regular listeners of the show um, if you, in case you missed it we did a spoiler special on it um, we back did. when it aired so listen to that because um, I'm sure that I, I had a better memory of what happened in it back then <laughs> <laughs> but no it's really good really really good what I do love about the Marvel TV shows as well is that they're now hooking into all the MCU kind of stuff mm. in, the, in the actual films and things in a much yeah. bigger way and a more consequential sort of way as well. Um, yeah. And it just feels way more satisfying. And I think that was the first time we'd sort of been exposed to it. Uh, just sort of going like, oh, look, it's the actual Scarlet Witch in for more than just five minutes of a cameo. This is great. Yeah, it's 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 allowing these sort of B level characters. I I don't want to say that in a mean way, but they are B level characters um, to breathe and live a bit more. And um, it's you know done, it's done them uh, wonders, if you ask me. Yeah, maybe a wonder. <laughs> um, what's your what's your number three, good, good buddy? My number three is going to be Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Is it my honourable mentions? Yeah, because I started um, watching that year as well. I. Yeah, it's. I watched both series this year. Um, okay. I kind of, I kind of caught up around midway through season two. Um, it's just joy. It's just weekly yeah. joy. And yeah. during a pandemic, that's yeah. what you need. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so a nice, nice isn't it? show about good people trying to do good things. Yeah. And honestly, um, yeah, I just, I just loved it. It was, it's so good. Um, it really made me happy every, every, every week watching it. It, you know, got it just. Especially during the deepest, darkest days of the pandemic, it just <laughs> sure, cheered me yeah. up. So yeah, there it is. God, it's been a hard two couple of years, hasn't it, buddy? You yeah. just need some. Yeah. You just need the nice niceties. In yeah, there. yeah. I, I love Ted Lasso. I think it's um, it's one of those things you can just watch whatever kind of mood you're in, and it would just lighten everything mm. in your life. Um, yeah, and it's just funny, and it's, and you don't even have to like football either, particularly. Because no. I know, solidly, you're not a big football fan, particularly. 
You like uh, no Johnny Rovers, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, then, mm-hmm. getting into the big guns here, I've got something which I only really discovered this year, but they're now on season three. Um, I'm midway through season two because uh, you know time is a bit tight around here. Mm-hmm. Um, succession. I have seen the first few episodes of season one and I really loved it, but um, uh, my girlfriend was not into it, so um, oh, I need to watch it. it. Then. Goodbye, yeah, succession. Yeah, but I really want to watch it. So, but I was really enjoying it. So yeah. I will catch up. It's it's fantastic. We we sort of um, we started watching it when Jude was born because mm. uh, when you get a new baby, uh, you do have a couple of weeks of. Um, just sitting around a lot doing feeding and having a baby sleeping on you so mm-hmm. and, I, and I was off for two weeks from work so we binge watched uh, all of season one and a bit of season two as well and um and that was pretty great it's um it feels especially prescient as well in the kind yeah. of uh, political climate that we're in right now um yeah so yeah it's uh yeah really really good really really nice. interesting show and a fantastic turn from um is it Kieran? Kieran uh, Culkin. Culkin, yeah. 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 He's absolutely stunning in that as well. Um, He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And they all are. Like it's it's one of they those shows are. where there's not a weak link. Everyone is just like doing the yeah. best acting you've seen yeah. universally across the cast. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, go on then. Number two. What's yours? Is it is it Hawkeye? It is, is it? Hawkeye. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that would be in yeah. my top five. But I I like you limited myself to one. Yeah, um, it's brilliant. It, it is just it, it. I think it is the most successful of all the Marvel shows this year. Mm. Um, it tells a complete story. It brings in characters seamlessly from other well, like other sort of you know plot lines. Sure. Um, it is funny. The action is genuinely great. great. Yeah. Um, also, how did it take them twenty films to work out trick arrows are fun? Like, yeah. <laughs> like that. You know, it's there's a great episode. There's a car chase, like a warehouse chase. Into oh, a car chase, so good! And they start using the trick arrows, and it just gets every one they pull out just gets more increasingly exciting. Um, Kate and Bishop the finale is, with the with the pin oh, particle yeah, arrow is yeah. just great. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Like the dialogue, all the characters are brilliant. Um, yeah. It's one of those shows where I could have watched it go on for another twenty episodes and I, of those characters just hanging out, and I would have been happy. Um, yeah, you know, it, I, I I just every every week I was just like, this is this is brilliant. Like you know, Hawkeye, who's like, let's face it, everyone's least favorite Avenger. No. Um, <laughs> Who is the least? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. Um. And now he he's great in it. Like he's just great. It, um. I don't know if you've read the Matt Faction um Hawkeye run. That, I have some of them. Um, yeah. 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 So it's obviously heavily based on that, which I loved. Um. And it's just great. It's just, you know, it's 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 brilliant. It, I just thoroughly enjoyed it from start to finish. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. And especially around I've Christmas no- time as well. Yeah. Um, exactly. I, I think that that heavily uh, heavily influences our love mm. of that show because you're in the Christmas yeah. spirit and you're like, oh, here we go. And there's New York Christmas. And yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Super loved it. Yeah. Um, go on then. Number one. Number one. I've got. What's your number ooh. two? Oh. Have you got, uh, number you two was Succession. Two? Yeah. Yeah. I, I oh, yeah. Number two. Oh, number one. Number one. Yeah. 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 Number one is. Uh, oof, I got Black Summer 2. Season two of Black Summer. It dropped. Mm. It dropped literally on my birthday. Um, okay. And my birthday is the one day of the year that I take off from everything. Um, my yeah. wife is incredibly kind. She just goes, there you go. Have a day. Um, I'll do the kids stuff and all that kind of thing. Um, that might change this year. Now we have two of them. But, mm-hmm. um, but I woke up and it was like a Thursday or something like that. I took, uh, I took the day off of work and I sat on the sofa and I watched Black Summer 2. 
and I think I played a bit of Hades or something like that as well. And, <laughs> nice. and my wife bought me in kind of like different finger foods and stuff like that. It was kind of great. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it was it was awesome, and that TV show is. Um, I I don't know why I like that so much, and I can't stand Z Nation, which is the thing it's based on. Mm. Um, is something to do with the pacing of it and and the the sort of the lo-fi, one take camera type stuff going on, and it's just intense, and I find myself really caring about everyone in it. I I absolutely love it. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, really cool show. Um, what's what's your, what's your number one, buddy? My number one is Mayor of Easttown. Oh, oh, it's on my list. Yeah, but I haven't seen which, it yet. Oh, we we did the whole thing in a weekend. Um, really? Yeah, because it's like seven episodes. I think we watched um, one episode Friday night. It's uh, it's Catherine then, Winslet, yeah. isn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, sir, no, Matt, Lady Ma- Kate. Uh, Dame Kate Winslet, as she should be, and it's yeah, we, and then we did the rest of them on Sunday. You know, it's one of those things nice. where we got to like, got to like um, ten o'clock, and we we're like, we only got one left. Let's just do it. Come on, let's do it. Yeah, go. yeah, love those days. Yeah, and it, it's just great. It's it's one of those shows where there's not a wasted plot line. There's stuff okay. that you think there's stuff that you think seems like really like superfluous and just like why are they spending time on this? And then it all comes together at the end uh, in a way that I just cool. and. The last episode has about 900 twists and turns in okay, a way that careful, I wasn't expecting. Careful, so I'm actually yeah, yeah. going to watch this yeah. as soon as I can. It's, it's, it's just absolutely just... I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of just a script which, like, is there's no wasted fat on it. It's just, like, they yeah. the person... There's no meandering. They've sit, sat there and they've gone, right, this is, ha- this is what's happening in the end. There's no, like, you know... There's no, like, oh, and then this happened and then we kind of had to cut that. And then, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's so well put together. It's like when we were talking about um, Civil War a couple of years ago, when that came out. It's like there's no wasted emotion in that. Everything's kind of it's there for plotted. Yeah. yeah, it comes for a reason. It's like that. So um, yeah, and, and Kate Winslet's absolutely incredible in it. And it's yeah, it's great. Really, two thumbs up. Loved it. I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it's been on my like watch list for yeah. a while, but I haven't haven't managed to get the time yet. Yeah. Um, what have you got in your heroic mentions before we move on to the big uh, G-A-M-E-S um, the, um, if you go by social media um, the, the series of the year which is excellent which is Squid Game loved it yes I saw that yeah. as well and enjoyed that yeah. So, yeah. I don't really think good. I enjoyed it quite as much as everyone else but yeah no, really good um, really It's good. a Sin the um, oh I've not seen that one yet I hear yeah, it's good. Really, again not my generally not my sort of thing but just really really great and heartbreaking and funny and just I think really that's why I stayed away from it I don't think yeah. I've got the mental exactly. QSEs to it this year and that's it that's it I, I've got uh, I've got Cobra Kai because I uh, I fully got into that at the start of the year uh, I'm, I'm not I haven't seen um, season 3 yet and I think they've just done season 4 as well that's mm. just come out so I've got a lot of good stuff ahead of me there um, and Top Coppers now this is a funny one. Uh, it's a little-known Netflix show. You've probably not heard of it, right? Um, and it only lasted for one season. There are only six episodes. Uh, it's... Like, basically, if anyone out there watches Top Coppers and laughs and enjoys it, you can be my friend, because we're exactly <laughs> the same. I think wow. it is so incredibly niche, and it mm-hmm. just it just talks to literally maybe five or six people in the world. Maybe That's why it's not, uh, sure. not being renewed for season two. But I find it hilarious. Um, and it's the sort of thing where I'll be watching it, and my wife will just be like, you're an idiot. 
this is, <laughs> this is what are you laughing at? <laughs> um, I absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, so definitely give it a watch um, mm-hmm. and see if you see if you like that kind of stuff. It's weird cool. because it's full of lots of very famous English people um, oh, making okay. these cameos in in a sort of uh, in a, an American eighties cop show drama. I mean, it's it's hilarious. It's 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 weird as hell. It's it's great. Okay. Anyway. anyway um, Gosh, right, we rocketed right. through TV to give ourselves a yeah. lot of nice time to do game. Top five games then, buddy. Mm-hmm. Let's so, go. You, you can start. Do it. Yeah, I will caveat this with, I feel like 2021 was a very dry year for games. So Yes, um, yes. There, whereas last year was an embarrassment of riches. And I yeah. think there's, there's, a man, there's a many reasons for that. Number one being the pandemic, but also number two being um, we're in the middle of a console generation sort of changeover, and they're yes. always you know barren years. So like that's why last year was so great because it was like the last things for think for you know the PS4. It, it's and the, the PlayStation Xbox. year, wasn't it? Really, it was like God yeah. of War. It was like the Uncharted yeah. thing or whatever. It was like Spider Man. It was all those kind of great big yeah. third person action adventure games yeah. that Jono loves. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this year um, there's going to be some stuff in there which <laughs> I'm like. It was good, you know, but I did enjoy them. Um, sure. Anyway, so, number five, I'm going to go for Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite. Oh, okay, okay. I've played about yeah. half an hour of this, and I really yeah. quite liked it, I think. Uh, yes, so I've played... I haven't finished it, but I've, I've played about probably two-thirds of the campaign, okay. maybe a bit more, yeah. three quarters, yeah. and I really loved it, but I also got about three quarters of the way through and was like, I've seen everything this game has. Sure. Um, which is... Sure. You know, the and the combat, I mean, the Halo, that's Halo's thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, the combat loop. The Was it two minutes of it's, fun? Or, it, yeah. It, yeah, it's the 30 seconds of fun. Uh, yeah, 30 seconds of fun. They repeat every, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, um, and that's great. Uh, and yeah, and it's just really good. And it's kind of open world. Um, and it looks wonderful. And it's got cross-play. I, I got a new PC just before Christmas. Um, so, yeah. It's so I, I London pants. Well, yeah. Well, they would have those new PCs in that there in London. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but but it meant that I could play it on my Xbox I've got just a Xbox One uh, S of course, yeah. um, and then yeah. I could play it upstairs as well so I could you know so that was really nice and that worked really well and yeah have, I just have you got a Series it. S sorry no I've got the Xbox One S oh I see right yeah. wow yeah so I haven't got a new I haven't got a new console um, and we'll bring this up in the E3 things later but okay. I, I, I probably won't be getting a new console for a while right okay blindly yes. See, I've got um, a Series X, and I was playing yeah. Halo on that, and it looks great. Yeah. Um, mm. I also played a bit of Halo, the the new one, on um, yeah. the multiplayer stuff on the, on our dad's gaming night thing, mm-hmm. and um, and I was a bit because I used to love Halo multiplayer when it first mm. came out on the Xbox, and I think I was a little bit um, shocked at how it's basically still the same and hasn't really moved on that far. Yeah, um, and is not as rewarding to play as certain other um, like Valorant or. Um, you know, Counter Strike yeah. or anything like that kind of stuff. It's not quite as tight and as good as that. It is kind of mad fun, mm. um, but you really have to. It's, it, but it's not particularly serious, I don't think. But anyway, yeah. Um, my number five, Jono, is Subnautica Below Zero. Ooh, um, you love a Subnautica, don't you? I do love Subnautica. The thing is, I have um, something called thalassophobia, which is um, the fear of open water essentially like oh. open water spaces uh been learning a lot about myself this year i was gonna say um <laughs> don't go into any high open water places <laughs> yeah it's like go to an infinity pool i'm really screwed <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, so uh, so so playing that game is actually more about um, the the it's, it's kind of a horror game for me because because mm. uh, I'm permanently terrified uh, of great big vast areas of it. But mm. I feel um, it, it, it's it's like a good thing for me to try and do, you know, to try and push myself in to try and battle these fears, um, which is, is strange that that I have this because um, I I don't really get along with VR gaming very well. And it has it's a very, very similar sort of mm. feeling um, when you've got the VR helmet thing on and you look up to the sky. Um, yeah. It's the same sort of feeling I get from looking into deep water and like that. Um, but Southern Nautica is fantastic. And Below Zero is just, uh, is just all of the brilliance of the first game, but with loads of Frozen stuff added. And it's cool. kind of lovely, yeah. It's one of those great survival, base-building, exploring-type games. And nice. I, I really dig it. Um, number four, buddy. What's what's your number four game? I've got um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ooh, was that this year? Or no, but I played it. It's one of the new yeah. games I played this year. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah. I went to this when I was putting together my list. I couldn't quite remember what was out in twenty twenty one. And the thing is, we yeah. don't actually do twenty twenty one games. No, 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 it's no. just it's games normally we just yeah. Because yeah. of this year, I replayed a lot of games. So that that's kind of what I did most of the year was just. Um, replay stuff but yeah. Um, yeah this was one of the new ones I played um, it's super good it's not I don't think it's as good as um, uh, Odyssey which I loved it's probably one of my favourite Assassin's Odyssey's Creed games Odyssey's great yeah, yeah. Um, and it's one of the, it's, it's, it, I got um, I don't know what the correct term is I'm going to call um, Ubisoft exhaustion where I played like <laughs> 70 hours of it and it was clear that I was nowhere near the end and I was just like I'm just I'm done Like, mm-hmm. and I was a bit like I'll come back to this and I just haven't and I, re- I said I super enjoyed it I loved the world i loved um you know the the sort of character and the, yeah. and the sort of combat and everything it was great it wasn't quite as sort of stealthy uh, as i like an assassin's creed game to be um yeah but yeah it's you know it's it was it was really good i i, I sunk like 70 hours into it so you know I, I enjoyed it but it just i i it got to a point where i was like um I finished like a bit of it and then they're like, cool, you've done that. Now here's another 20 things you need to do to carry on the story. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah no, I'm, no, I'm done. No, I'm done. done, thanks. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. There was some, but, uh, did, you know, really good. You don't normally put Vikings and stealth in the same sort of mind space, do no. you particularly? It's a no. strange one. But I think Assassin's Creed has just been moving further and further away from any kind of stealth gameplay. Especially mm. when we looked at the first one, actually, didn't we? Um, a couple mm. of years back. And uh, and that one relies very heavily on that kind of those mechanics. Whereas nowadays it's yes. more just sort of what big thing can you hit lots of people with in a very satisfying yeah. way over and over again. <clears throat> There's um last last week, Dying Light Two I think was in mm. the news because oh, the yeah. developers were boasting 500 hours to to beat the game. <laughs> You're like, who who has that? Who has yeah, that time. I, I think that's honestly, a reason not to play it. One of the reasons why I like. I get ch- I get channeled into playing those third person sort of action adventure games is because I like a ten hour narrative. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I like a. Do you know what? I'm going to play this for twelve, fifteen hours, and I'm going to be done, and that's going to be yep. absolutely fine. Yep, that and that does me. Yeah. Um, my number four, Jono, was mm-hmm. uh, back at the very beginning of last year. I got Control Ultimate Edition for Ooh, Christmas. Oh, Control's I, great. Yeah, I cracked it open, played it in the new year, and um, it's the first. Xbox Series X game, I think, that had been Xbox Series Xified. So mm-hmm. it came with ray tracing and all that kind of stuff. And it was already a very pretty game, and that just turned it into a very, very pretty game. <clears throat> so 
yeah, I, I plays. I must be about I don't know halfway through or something, and then and then something else happened. I think Jedi Fallen Order came out or something like that. Yeah. So I sort of steered away from it. Um, my I haven't completed any games this year, by the way. Just so we know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I was I was really enjoying that. It's it's so satisfying just grabbing things with telekinesis and throwing mm. it. It's such a simple concept that it's just done perfectly well in that kind of game. Yeah, and, I love that game. It's great. Yeah. 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 It's, it was really good. What about you, buddy? What's uh, what's your number three? My number three is going to be um, Far Cry Six. Ah, okay, so, yeah. Um, For a I, man who's got Ubisoft exhaustion, you should, well, exactly, sure to, you sure exactly. To play a lot of them. I know, I know, and I was very hesitant about picking this up because I yeah. didn't like Sit Five at all. Um, I think okay. I played the first area of Five, and I was like, oh, I just can't be bothered with this um but uh, three and four i really really love and, and you know what the two is one of my favorite games like uh you know so i do love a bit of far cry um and i think playing this and i finished this game and i did like wow. as much as i could yeah and i really really enjoyed it and i think with far cry now i think much like assassin's creed it's more like it, it's less like the story because the mechanics are kind of the same it's just the yeah. sort of setting and yeah. I just really loved the setting of this kind of like you know not Cuba island, just driving around in like it's old hot cars. Don't yeah, say it's Cuba. And, it's not Cuba. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and just you know you got little like animal helpers that kind of run around and sort of yeah. do stuff for you, and you know the the gameplay is Far Cry. So if you're into yeah. Far Cry, it's it's that, and there's a few extra little bits, but it's Far Cry. Um, they've taken away a lot of the more repetitive side missions, which I quite enjoyed, and it's a bit more sort of, you know, the, the missions are a bit more interesting and exciting. Okay. And, yeah, I just really liked it. I just really liked bombing around the island. It's like, it was, you know, this lovely sunny island, and it, I was playing it when it came out in November, so it was a bit dark and miserable around here. So sure. Yeah. I was just, like, driving around on an island, um, and I think, as we like we talk about with films, is sometimes it's the mood you're in, and just, yeah, it was it, just yeah. the perfect kind of balm for that sort of, like, grey November sort of month, where I was just like, Oh, it's, yeah, this is nice. Just it's sunny bombing outside. around this and is nice. yeah. you know, killing, <laughs> killing Cuban, um, not Cuban not terrorists Cuban. or <laughs> occupiers or whatever they are. And yeah, it's great. Just really enjoyed it. Like you know, I think in a, uh, any other year, um, it probably would have been relegated to um, play later or like you know, not in the top five. But yeah, yeah. really enjoyed it. Man, yeah, it's one of those ones which I, I, I've seen some people play it and things. And I, I loved Far Cry 3, and then I feel mm. like I've played Far Cry now, so that's good. So until a setting yeah. really grips me that I really, really love, whatever that would be, I don't know, um, then uh, then I'm just going to steer away from them. Also, it's one of those time sinks, the Ubisoft time sink that I just don't have time yeah. for. Speaking of which, though, my number three is ridiculous for that. It's um, Pillars of Eternity 2. <laughs> now, this hits Game Pass on the Xbox... And uh, and I thought, oh, yeah, I'll just download that and give it a try. And then I ended up mm. playing it for a long, long time whenever I had a oh, bit wow. of time to play. The cool thing about Series X is that um, it has the, um, you know, auto, uh, quick play function. So you can just turn your console off. And then when you turn it back on again, it just loads up straight into the game where, oh, where you nice. were sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's no sort of, yeah, for me, that's perfect. So I only have like 30, 30 minutes at a time or something to play. Um, mm. So, yeah, uh, it's it's just... It's like if you've played Boulder's Gate or Icewind Dale or Pillars of Eternity 1 or Neverwinter Nights or any of those kind of games, it's uh, just more of that kind of stuff. And it's done so well and it's a fantastic story. And yeah, it's, it's, it's all, hey, it's me. It's me all over. It's great. Nice. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your number two, buddy? So surprising to me is it is probably to you. Uh, my number two is Cyberpunk. 
Oh, that is surprising. So you finally yeah, got so, to play it this year then? Yeah, so year. like, end of last year I bought it, and yeah. it was... And this isn't hyperbole. It was unplayable. Like, it was genuinely unplayable. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Because yeah. it was in your top five last year. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. And it was just... It, I just couldn't play it. Like, I, it was it was janky. And uh, the moment you got into a firefight, the frame rate lowered. So, I'm not somebody who cares that much about frame rate. But, like, sure. it got so bad that, like, you just die because you couldn't see people coming and you die. Um, yeah, yeah. And then around, I think, the beginning of January, they released, like, the big PlayStation patch. That's and right. Yeah. that made it playable. And I finished the game. Like, I sunk, like, whatever it is, 70 hours into it. Um, mm-hmm. And I really loved it. Like, it took a while to get into it. But once I was kind of in, um, just, you know, going around Night City, like, they've got really lovely quest chains where there's some really interesting side characters and storylines and all the stuff that people tell me about Witcher 3, but I keep on trying to play Witcher 3 and I just can't get into it. Yeah, um, yeah. But that, that, and it's just really really i just loved it like you know the setting is like right up both of our streets like, the setting what, is know. awesome yeah yeah um and to the point where because i got my new pc um i bought it again on the pc because it was like 10 10 pounds um yeah. and i loaded up and i mean honestly <laughs> like talk about night and day but like, the game looks unbelievable on the pc yeah it's it's incredible yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so so i'm probably gonna end up playing through it again as a different sort of faction but yeah i loved it like you know from being very at the end of last year when you were talking about it, I think I was very like, oh, it doesn't work and it's not like good. Yeah. Really like it. I was so happy to be proven wrong. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm fine. I'm happy they finally fixed it as well because I spent 50 pounds on the game that didn't work. Um, so that yep. was kind of annoying. But yeah, despite that initial sour taste in my mouth, I, super, I really loved it. See, I'm looking forward to when they do their Series X update, which they were meant to do last mm. year. Um, and it's fine that it slips because I haven't had time anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. But when, when they do that, I'm going to jump back into that game, start playing it again as perhaps a street kid or something. The only the only problem I felt with the cyberpunk stuff was that they go like, here's three different options you can be at the start of the game. And then they don't really, like apart from a couple of dialogue choices and things like that, they don't really have a massive impact. Um, no. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm super looking forward to getting back into that once it's, uh, once it's patch patched. Um, my number two, buddy, I think was your number one of last year. It's uh, it's Hades. Oh, what a game! What a great game! Yeah, I, I, I still play play it. I still boot up and have a have a difficult you know game game through. You know. Yeah, it's hard, right? Mm. And I don't like hard games, but um, but I I love the setting so much. Like, I absolutely adore Greek mythology, and um, yeah, and yeah, just sort of uh, going through the story. And there's a story. There's a story to a roguelike, which is crazy. Yeah. Forget about it. Um, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But the, the the feeling of empowerment as you slowly level up throughout the game. I'm at the stage now where I got to um, is it's the Minotaur and Theseus. I think are the two okay, bosses. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think that's n- maybe I've got one more area to go at the end. I don't know. Yes. Um, yeah. But I, I sort of stopped playing it because I was like, you know what? This is so hard now. Um, mm. and it's causing me genuine amounts of stress <laughs> so so I might go back to it at some point just to finish off because I'd love to know what, how the story ends um, yeah so uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's if I if, if I have a, a run that fight is the the indicator on if I'm going to finish finish my run or not right, so okay. how well I do in that because that is a hard that's one of the hardest boss battles really hard yeah. Um, yeah if I if I don't lose if I have to use a death defy sure, on that yeah. Yeah. generally means I might 
you know, I might mm-hmm. not finish my run. Okay. But I finished it on um, heat level eight. That's about, that was about my limit oh, wow, these days. Okay. And I've done it with every weapon as well. So it's, but it's, um, yeah, it depends. But it's like, it's because I sunk t- loads of hours into it. I don't have children, so <laughs> i got time to spend. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great game. Um, I still I still do runs on it um, now if I've got a spare, like, you know, whatever hour or something. Yeah. That's great. So good. And it's so pretty as well. And the art style is mm. one of those things where um, there are so many... Ubisoftication type games out there um, where they're big AAA, you know, mm. run over here on the map, get this, do these side quests, spend a billion hours in this kind of game. Whereas I, I've been slowly getting more and more into this indie sort of style of just um, it shows you something you've not really seen before. And I've not really seen an art style like the one in Hades. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just, it's just really pretty just to watch. So, yeah. It is. It is. I love that idea of kind of doing um, a different art style, but doing it not doing like that AAA, like three, you know, doing like a two D sort of cartoon art style, but like yeah. doing it as well as you can because you can now. Yeah. Like, like the Ori um, games, like they're this beautiful kind oh, of like, amazing, yeah. You know, made in like, Unity as well. Crazy. Mm. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. Who would have thought it? Yeah, but like you know, in that sort of art style, but doing that as well as you can, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, I think with Hades, it's just this really striking isometric art style um with a cartoonish twist oh yes with a cartoonish twist but it's done it's just it's just really really beautifully done yeah yeah Uh, hey buddy what is your number one then Uh, my my number one is metroid dread oh okay yeah i was wondering what it might be i've not i've not even seen a video of this so i know nothing about metroid dread tell me tell me jono tell me about your metroid dready dread is, um, is it like a Metroid the, Prime? No, it's like a Metroid, um, Super Metroid or Metroid. Oh, it's a 2D, okay. 2D side-scroller, just that classic loop of that. And it is so difficult. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard, but I loved it. It's it's brilliant. It is doing those games again had that art style is like it's the, that that metroid 2d art style but done beautifully um and yeah i loved it i absolutely adored it uh and also i finished it and that is one of the hardest games i've ever finished so yeah, like genuinely one of the funniest th- jokes of this year was i finished metroid dread and the message came up saying hard oh, mode um, unlocked <laughs> and i was like i've not been playing hard mode <laughs> what <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Demoralizing. Mad. Mad. It's like do you wanna yeah. go do you wanna play in hard mode? No, I do not. <laughs> no. No, thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely fantastic. Really, really, um, really worth playing. Um what's your number you know, one? You know what my number one couldn't be further apart. It's a game called Phoenix Point. Um mm. it's by Julian Gollop and his studio. They uh, he's the guy of course responsible for the original XCOM. And it's very much a kind of XCOM sort of game. Uh it's mm. a turn based strategy. Um, it's on it's on uh, Game Pass at the moment, so oh, go and cool. check it out if you're a subscriber. To I that. will, yeah. Uh, yeah it's just I perfectly am. on my street though, because I love turn-based strategies. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're, me too. They're, even though they're hard, um, they're still fair for me because my reactions aren't quite like what they were when I was in my twenties. Um, so yeah, it's it's just that sort of team building, go out on missions, do stuff. But then there's a whole uh, meta thing about all these factions and stuff. It's just, uh, it's just really cool. I'll, really I'll, I'll get that. Cause I've been looking for a new one of those since I finished Fire Emblem. Um, so right, I love yeah. those sort of games. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I will, I'll put that on my list to, um, to play. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, on my heroic mentions this year, I've got Valorant again, because oh, I play yeah, that love it. almost every week. It's awesome. Uh, I might and, give it a go uh, now. I've got a good PC. So yeah. Yeah. 
maybe we could have a game together sometime. That'd be quite nice, eh? And uh, I've also got Jedi Fallen Order because I played that last year. Great game. Um, which is, yeah, I I feel like the it didn't creep into my top five because I feel like the world, um, the open world stuff doesn't quite work for me. Um, but I, I love all the Star Wars. I think it's the most Star Warsy sort of thing we've had in mm. ages. I played Since... it through again this year. Really? Okay. Yeah, I loved it. Really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, it's jaw-droppingly beautiful as well mm. on, yeah. on the old Series X, especially when, since they did the, um, they've done the, the you know, next-gen upgrade kind of thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. all that kind of stuff looks great. Uh, what have you got on your, what, what are your near misses? Was um, it a bit of a barren know, year? <laughs> it was a bit of a barren year. Yeah. Do, do you know what? I, I've, I've, that, those are pretty much the extent of the new games I've played. Um, right. So everything else I've played, I've, you know, read Jedi Fallen Order, read Spider-Man, played a lot of like, um, uh, Slay the Spire and oh, stuff like Slay that. Slay the Spire's yeah. good, yeah. Yeah, good yeah. So a lot, a lot of stuff, you know, that's really good for like a little quick 20-minute jam. Um, sure. Uh, so, so um, the one thing I will say, like a little honourable mention of something I played for 10 minutes at Christmas um, right. and absolutely blew my mind was um, a listener of the uh, show and friend of the show, Rob, um, uh, was at our house at Christmas. Um, yeah. And uh, he, brought his, he brought his VR headset over and right. I had a quick game of uh, Resident Evil 4 VR and Ooh. oh my God... It's unbelievable. Really? What they've done, what they've done with Resident Evil, um, and made it turned it for four and turned it to a VR game is I like I was playing it and I was like I played about 10, 15 minutes and after that, I mean I think that's about I think twenty minutes is about all you can do in, in VR sure. before feeling a bit yeah, seasick. Yeah. But I was like, I want to buy a VR headset now, this is so good. Wow. Yeah, is it, is it, it a graphical update as well, or is it sort of the similar sort of visuals? Similar visuals. Obviously they've done mm. like I would say like, you know, the last polish they did on it for whatever the last thing they did um oh, it yeah. looks like that so it's quite okay. it's a bit up up textured um but just the way they've worked out the controls and everything like um it's all you can look you, you all your guns are kind of on your body so like um you just grab the gun from your holster things. and yeah. then yeah. you grab your knife out of your sort of it's, it's just so well done like you get the grenade and you pull the pin out and you throw it and stuff oh, and cool. okay, yeah. um it's just you know when you get um, when you get a call the phone comes out and you can sort of dial the phone and stuff. It's it's so good that I was like wow I didn't this is this is this this has sold me on VR in a way that nothing else has. Um, so yeah, that's that's I've, my honourable mention. I sort of feel like VR might be hitting some sort of stride because it's it's been missing yeah. for the last couple of years yeah. quite massively. Everyone's like oh people mm-hmm. who are into VR. They're the most annoying people to get stuck in a lift with because they go, oh, VR, VR, yeah. VR. It's the way forward. It's going to be massive. And it's like, no, it's not. It's, it's teeny tiny and big grand scale schemes, things. But I feel like there's something coming soon where yeah. people are sort of saying like, yeah, I'm thinking about getting a VR headset sort of thing. And it's not just like an oddity kind of thing anymore. No, I think the hardware um, is to a point now because you can get, uh, you know, I was, I was sat in... Um, my parents' living room. There was no yeah. computers anywhere. It was yeah. just on my head, and it was the game stored in the in the memory. And it's you know you don't have to have sensors around the room. It's just yeah. like it's just, and that has made it so much more accessible to me. Um, yeah. I've got my mate Dave um, has got like, the five, I think, one of the original ones. Hi, Dave. Um, <laughs> and oh, um, gosh, he yeah. does listen. So hi, Dave. And so he's got the sensors all around his room. And he's like, well, I can't yeah. if I want to play. I've got to set up these sensors and move. I said like it's all all of that stuff's gone. And I think that that barrier being lifted is a big is a big sort of Huge, it's going to be yeah. part of um you know and good games that's the other thing yeah the the the, the um 
the appeal of getting like an Oculus Quest and just sort of just mm. sticking that on your head and having two wireless heads, the uh, wireless controllers, yeah. is all you need. Is is kind of makes it way more accessible for pe- yeah. <laughs> mere people like us. Um, I guess then things that we missed fits in rather neatly now, doesn't it? Yeah. Things that we missed yeah. in 2021, because um, I've got quite a few games on my list. Okay. Um, my number one thing I missed was going to the cinema because uh, that yes. just wasn't a thing in 2021 again. Yeah. And it sucks because going to the cinema is literally one of my favourite things ever. Me too. Yeah. Um, yeah and I, I can't wait until my, my, my boys are old enough. Uh, it will probably be right in the middle of the X-Men like series yeah. of MCU yeah. films when they can start going to the cinema and appreciating Amazing. it properly and stuff. That's going to be fantastic as long as you know they're back in 10 years' time. Um, <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, games I missed. Uh, Loop Hero, have you heard of this one? It's like a sort of... Uh, yeah, I missed it. I, I bought it on the... It was given away free on the Epic Store over Christmas, so I've got it. I just oh, haven't played it. cool. Okay. Um, 12 Minutes was another one, big from E3 a couple of years ago, and it came out yeah. and I just completely missed it and didn't play it. Um, uh, it's on Game Pass, so I played it for a bit. I, it's, I didn't like it that much. Okay, that's a shame. Uh, Deathloop. God, there's a lot of like loopy roguelike mm. sort of time. Um, I'm... Currently playing Deathloop. Um, I bought okay. it, um, so I got it on my PC. So I got it, um, so it's, I couldn't include it in my because I've not finished it and I couldn't include it in my last year list. But yeah, it does look like a lot of fun. It's incredible. Uh, mm. I have um, I unless something ma- mental happens, it will in almost certainly be in my list for this year because okay. it's absolutely okay. fantastic. Um, I'll try and play it then for the podcast mm. next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've got the, Rest- the new Resident Evil, which I'm not a huge fan of the Resident Evils, but I do like to just sort of have a little mm. poke around and stuff. Um, That's on my list as well, yeah. Yeah, they're generally quite pretty and, and like really well polished. Uh, and then Hitman 3 as well. Um, I love the ah. Hitman games. They're, they're mm. really fun. And I just completely missed Hitman 3 even coming out. I didn't really realise it was it was released. Um, what about you, man? What have you got on your list of things that you missed? Uh, I've got Deathloop because even though I'm playing it I did miss it last year and I've yeah. got Resident Evil Village so those are the two. Oh, okay cool um, What? so then let's let's go on to the top gaming moment of the year mm. um, what have you got on there and I make got, a guess what's that Oh, is it is it the hard mode thingy from Metroid? Yeah, it is. It's beating the boss <laughs> on Metroid Jed. Like that was genuinely like yeah. I I did the boss and I was I it's one of those bosses where when I started playing it, I was like, "Well, I'm I'm never going to finish this game. Like that's sure. just it. This is so hard." Sure. And I did it, and I was like, almost thought maybe someone would turn my house and give me a prize or a medal sure. or something. <laughs> you know, well done, a pat on the back. Yeah. My girlfriend just looked at me blankly when I told her, <laughs> just like yeah. you know, like, someone okay. please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone exactly. acknowledge my success. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. I, d- I don't know if... Uh, by the way, congratulations for that. That sounds thank like you, quite Thank you, thank you. That's yes. the validation I've been looking That's for for know. months. <laughs> Call me daddy. Um, <laughs> the, my, my top gaming moment of the year uh, was mm. playing the Matrix Awakens demo. Ah, yeah, I hear that's incredible. Yeah. I you, saw the footage, you, obviously. Right, because I, I asked, for, I, I, I looked at some of the footage, and I was like, yeah, that looks kind of cool. Um, mm. And then I played it, and it does some really clever, ways way smarter than the film. Um, <laughs> it does some very clever things in there, where they kind of mix real footage with CG footage, and then all sorts of other things. And mm. Neo himself is like, what is real? And then it goes to a place where. I was watching something that I thought was the original Matrix film 
and it's not. It's in-game graphics. Oh, wow. And I just kind of went, wow. And then from that moment on, the rest of the demo just blew my mind. It just, it gives you such a good indication of what we are all in store for in the next five years with with video games and graphics. And it's such a massive step up from the last kind of, it feels like graphics have been meandering a bit. They've been slowly getting better and things. And this one is just like, yeah, that's, um, that is a visual upgrade. (laughs) And I can't wait to see all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely go and check it out if you can. Um, I yeah. think it's it's only on consoles. Um, so if you've yeah, got a PS5 have a... or an Xbox Series X, no. do that. Um, but yeah, that was my that was my game moment. Yeah, because it just awesome. made me sit up and go, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, hey, buddy. I guess we've got uh, things to look forward to mm. in in 2022. Um, there's uh, and and then of course. Our E3 2022 wish. Yes. <laughs> so, so what are you what are you looking forward to in this year, buddy? What's coming up for you? So, game wise. Yeah. Suicide Squad, the um, Rocksteady. Uh, game. Okay. Yep. Yep. Looks sure. great. God of War Ragnarok. Obviously, which you're going to be looks loving that. Fantastic. And sure. I mean, supposedly Breath of the Wild too. But I mean, I'll believe it mm. when I see it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, games wise? Um, of Breath of the Wild. So I gifted my Switch to my nephew for yep. Christmas because he's still very much set in the Nintendo Wii sort mm-hmm. of stages. And, um, so, but the thing is, if Breath of the Wild 2 comes out this year, I have had my eye on a Switch uh, Pro because oh, they yeah. look awesome. The so OLED I screen, will be, lovely. We'll be doing that. The things I'm looking forward to, though, and I've mm-hmm. got two on my list here from 2019. <laughs> I've been on my sure. list every year. Vampire the Masquerade 2, oh, yeah. um, which was meant to come out, but then someone est the b <laughs> yes and um and ruined that game so that'll be coming out at some point allegedly and then tunic which i think we first mentioned back in 2018 mm. is the little fox zelda adventure yeah game yeah, thing, yeah 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 which i think is coming out in march so i'm mm. really looking forward to that one um then uh, there's all the marvel stuff yeah we've got the new mandalorian series coming out um starfield i'm looking forward to that one Don't. from bethesda it's Really? Okay. It's, the, it's the new it's the new Elder Scrolls Fallout Ooh, sort of thing no I've not heard Starfield. of that I'm behind yeah, on my news awesome. um, Hogwarts Legacy Ooh. another bit of Harry Potter so oh, yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to that one Rainbow Six Extraction comes out I think next week um, Ooh, okay. it's going to be just a really fun co-op dad experience <laughs> and, um, and of course the Cyberpunk console update yes um I've, so, I've, oh gosh we've been going on for a long while now yeah. but let's I tell you let's wrap things up and, yes um and we'll update the question. It's not... I feel like an E3 wish for 2022 isn't really a thing because I don't think E3 is going to be <laughs> a thing anymore. Yeah. So what's your wish for 2022, buddy? What would um, you like to see? I would like a lot of games to uh, be announced and to come out for that would make buying a new console worth it. Because at the moment, um, buying a console is largely pointless in my eyes. It's like... Well, sure. I can buy a PS5 and play one game, I guess, or Xbox and like X, you know, a lot of the stuff on Game Pass I can play on my old Xbox. So, yeah, like, it's at the moment I, I want I want there a reason to, to buy a, a PS5 or an Xbox. Like I want there to be something, you know. Um, I'll, I'll you know, like I every generation I'll end up getting both of them, but like yeah. you know, I just want some I just want some decent stuff to be announced and released. Do you know what? I think I'm happy this generation skipping the PS5 unless something massive happens, mostly because um, Microsoft bought Bethesda last year. Yeah. They're my favourite gaming studio because I'm still playing Skyrim. 
Like when, it, <laughs> when the updated edition came up, I, uh, I I I started playing it again. Fresh save, going through the game again. Amazing. Um, I just love Bethesda stuff, and now I get mm. everything free on Game Pass, so that's really cool. Now, Microsoft, that is useful. Send us, send us stuff, by the way. We, send us stuff, Microsoft. We love you. <laughs> say such kind things about you. Yeah. Um, my my wish for 2022 is that uh, I wish for the same thing every year, buddy. It's just that Ken Levine comes back. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's been away for so Uncle long. Ken. He's now doing Uncle Ken. He's been doing Ghost Story games, and they're working up something amazing. Mm. And every year, I just want to have a glimpse of what they're working on. Because uh, I I love his work and uh, and I think it's going to be absolutely fascinating when it does come out. So so that is my one wish, gaming wish. Yeah. Obviously, peace to all mankind. Yeah. and Get rid of the virus. Yeah, <laughs> I'm as well. I'm on I'm on board for all of those things. Yeah, but hey, buddy, I guess that brings us to the end of this particular yes. show. Yeah. Um, we will be coming back with season two of Keep Three. Playing. Season three of Keep Playing. <laughs> yes, we will be. Season 12. So, um, get in with your game subscriptions, um, and we will be doing another leaderboard. Actually, um, what game yeah. won, won the series last series? Well, of course, it was Majora's Mask. On Majora's Mask with a 19 is which, the one to beat if we were to do a, champ- a tournament yeah. of champions. Which um, was the last game we did, I believe. So, right, it was. Pips, and pips right at the post. <sighs> Pipped Hollow Knight at the post. Yeah. That night is going to be furious. Yeah, it's... Um, I sh- it's, That's the game, which I've now been looking at getting a 3DS so yeah. I can play the updated <laughs> version because Majora's Mask is fantastic. It's so it good, out. yeah. Um, yeah, so do send in your, your game suggestions for us. Mm-hmm. We're at Keep Playing Pod yeah. uh, on everything. Yeah. Just, just type that into Google. You'll find us. Also, um, your top top fives of the year, um, tweet at, at Keep yeah. Playing Pod. Let us know what you have enjoyed this year and what we have missed out on, what you're shouting at your listening device at the moment. Going, oh, you haven't played this, you idiots. Um, at, <laughs> um, message Ben directly about why he's wrong about Suicide Squad. Not Suicide Squad, um, Justice League. Uh, so he'll, he'll enjoy that. Um, or message, you Can know, what's, what's more than what's more likely to happen? Message me directly um, and say yeah. why I'm wrong. And say why you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah and uh, and hey, look out for season three. We might be doing things like a Discord channel for everyone oh. to chat about how great we are. I've been yeah. I've been doing Discord with um, with my company. Yeah, uh, Warhammer Quest Silver Tower stuff, and uh, <laughs> sneak that in there. Mm. And it's um it's a very rewarding and. and good way of experiencing the fan base yeah so, we'll, hey. we'll get a discord um channel up and going when we launch a new series great we, we, we're um we're spitballing ideas live on air <laughs> <laughs> cool but hey buddy yeah. it's been absolutely wonderful catching up with you again really lovely. Out with all the lovely people out there and listener verse yes hope you're not listening on spotify <laughs> has to get the spotify dig right at the end and cool. how do we uh how do we sign off i forgot um until next time everyone keep playing keep playing Thank <laughs> you.